The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, welcome to Past Yet Present. I'm Marilyn Capp, spiritual medium and author of Love is Greater Than Pain. Those who passed share our need for love, understanding, and resolution. Together, we go from communication to collaboration. Welcome back to Past Yet Present. Let's just start with... Ah. Ah. Okay, you start with that. They're just going to keep coming, aren't they? So what we're thinking about today, what they want to talk about today, is honoring the connection in terms of where it is now. We all have the memories. We know what happened, what didn't happen. They're kind of reminding us there's all the things we hoped would happen. There were the things we hoped wouldn't happen. And so we're left with all of these how we perceive them with our mind as realities, potentialities, all of these things. And we're trying to make sense of it where we are now. And we're talking a lot about being in the moment of when something happens and reliving things and understanding and holding on in different ways. In real time, our loved ones are with us and they're sorting it out along with us. You see, it's all about, and we talk about it all the time, it's all about the vibration. Yeah, it is. We all vibrate at a certain frequency, fluctuates in our need, and with grief or with illness, it might not be as high a vibration. With meditation and with, I was going to say a practice, I'm, I'm just laughing as they say it. I'm not so practiced. I'm not dedicated at the same time, and I know so many people are, and it works beautifully for them, but whatever works for you. I remember getting advice early on to not try too hard, to not work. It's about light. It's not heavy. It's about lightness of being. The vibration is light. But of course, we're talking about it with the idea of maybe the hardest time you've ever gone through in your life in terms of grief and hardship and and whatever it is you're going through with whatever is going on. We want to bring a light vibration so that we can integrate whatever is going on, so that we can accomplish what we want to accomplish here, which usually has to do with expansion and love and connection. And 
like we say very often, we want the time we had with our loved ones in body. And if there's been a shift that way, we want to honor that and have it be something beautiful that added as opposed to detracted. You know, there's that old phrase, it's better to have loved and lost. Well, it might be lost to us. And you know, they don't like that word because they know where they are. But yes, we feel lost and we feel like we have lost the ability to hug them, hold them, talk to them the way that we used to. And that's all very real. There's no question about it. But the reality is also that they are loving us in real time. So how can we honor? How can we honor? We know how frustrating it can be. Right before we started recording, a a dear friend, a therapist texted and she said, she's just, it's so hard. A client passed and she said, it's just so hard when you can't get through when whatever is going on, you can't get through. And we're so frustrated when our love isn't for whatever reason, sometimes there are situations, we've talked about that too, where we're, we might have a situation where the person doesn't allow us to, where they might be in body and we're, we're not in a position or they're not allowing, you know, resolution or, you know, of course, if they're out of body, it's what we want. And we think that because we've been trained to do most of our work on the physical plane, we think that that's beyond what we can do. And I'm thinking about this therapist and her love for her client and wanting to get through and we don't have control over everything. In fact, out there, they're saying if you have situations where you tried and you helped and you loved and somebody still did not have the fortitude or maybe they were not in their right mind, that song got stuck in a moment, you can't get out of it. Whatever's happened with your loved ones, with people you care about, Oh my goodness, how frustrating it is knowing that here there's so much we want and wish and could we and and did we and did they hear us? Did they know? I know this therapist, it just, boy, did it resonate. The love she has, I could feel it and how she wished it could be a different outcome. We know that life does not end here. The physical body does, it does. But it doesn't end here, and it doesn't end for that soul, her client, who went out of body. But what follows him, where he's going, of course she feels frustrated. But why? Because of love, wanting to make it better, wanting to be able to help. And so her love will follow him and hopefully help him during his life review and make things more peaceful. They're asking us, number one, like we talked about before, just focus on that breath and let it calm you. Let's go to, we clothe ourselves in a robe of light, composed of the love, the power, and the wisdom of divine consciousness. We wear it not only for our own protection, but also so that those who see it or come in contact with it will be drawn to divine and heal. So as we listen to a story that just happened, a kind person who cares and she didn't have control. But the love is there, so is the frustration. Think of how our loved ones want to let us know that they're fine. Think of how, in certain cases, if the going was rough, literally, they might need to let us know even more.
Let go of the mind where you've been taught and allow the heart to connect because you know what? Maybe there are people you love who you're mad at. Maybe you're even mad at the fact that you love where you love. We love, we love each other and we have things about us and things about them and all kinds of, you know, I think every language has a word for it. I think of it as mishigas, whatever it is, ridiculousness. or And it's not because these things are hurtful and these things are real life. And we're, you know, we're driving and we hit speed bumps and we have all kinds of things going on. In spite of, along with, underneath it all, above it all, and right smack dab in the middle, all that engagement, all that, there's usually love there. Even if you're frustrated, if you're mad at somebody, maybe you're mad at them because you know that maybe they can do, or you hope, or you wish, maybe they don't have the tools, but you wish they could be a little more. We hold spaces for people. Our loved ones out there are holding that space for us. They want you to know that. We hold spaces. They do too. And they need us. They need to let us know, gee, I wish I hugged you at this point in time. Gee, I wish I... And what they want to do, whether you ever channel them in or not, what they're doing out there is trying to let you know who they are, even when their behavior might not have been indicative of that truth. So many people, they like saying this, were emotionally constipated because they were taught. And what if they cry? What if they break down? Oh my, they're right. They're they're reminding me and want to tell you that so many readings they see in a life review, and these are good kind people who were not willingly withholding. But withhold we do because we're taught to be contained, you know? I mean, I I remember getting the don't cry or I'll give you something to cry about, and I would look around and say, do they not get it? Do I cry for no reason? You know, my logic was saying that theirs didn't make sense. But we, we all, in our consciousness and lack thereof, have all kinds of patterns that we do. They want to get through to us because, oh boy, the parents, the loved ones who just wish they had said, I am so proud of you. Not because you're hungry for it, but because they really feel it and they didn't know how. So when you start with this channeling, you need to know that what you receive may be way beyond what you got from them when they were here. Maybe you could hug them. Maybe they didn't know how to hug. Maybe now that they've let go of those patterns, they're free again in ways that they didn't even know that they were encumbered. And they want to get through. And they want to smile at you. And they want to joke with you. So we have a sweet little miracle that happened just recently, and as you know by now, we, we do these podcasts together with my husband, Harry, and our en- engineer, I always think of Choo Choo Charlie from Good and Plenty, because he is good. He knows plenty of stuff to get this show on the road. So he's our guy, and he's the miracle guy, and he's here. We've been comparing notes on some peculiar things that have happened. We start getting used to some really creative things going on from our loved ones. 
he commented on the fact that I believe it was yesterday. Is he nodding? Yes, yesterday. He has a mobile with some bikes on it and the thing starts swinging. We were chatting about it. And he said he knew who it was. He felt it was his wife's dad. And you've met Mary Beth on the podcast. She's come and talked with us and joined us before. And he knew automatically that it was him. What what he didn't (laughs) remind me of until this morning, right before we started this podcast, is that Mary Beth's dad said to her that when he passes, his sign will be that he will be swinging from the chandelier and it will be moving or some such pendulum, whatever it is that he could cause to swing. So there it is, a playful dad who found his way. And you know, as you've heard from Mary Beth, there were a lot of painful patterns to break open and heal. It wasn't like everything was easy, but the love is there. And he plotted and planned before he even went out of body, I'm going to do this. And we're just marveling at that this morning, talking about how he was looking at this just this morning. It's still askew. And he said when he was looking at it, he said, what? It was swinging. It was swinging. Nobody was there. And it wasn't like anyone's blowing on it. It's moving. They do these things because they want to bring in the joy and the laughter. If you are upset, and we're all upset. Our set is up. Whatever set of plans we had, things are shifting. So up and set, of course. Things shift. We have the opportunity to collaborate with them in the joy that they want to bring us. And again, I think we have a whole crowd of people who, they're saying it's a cocktail of things. There's some shame, there's some guilt, there's some, oh, one one man just yelled irresponsibility, not being there when they, all those things. They see a life review. Maybe they were careless, maybe they were unkind. Maybe they were so loving and, and trying to run in a million different directions. Maybe they love you so much they just couldn't do it. Maybe they weren't loved enough that they didn't know how to express it. Maybe they were abused. Oh, this comes in so often. Mamas who were abused, who are afraid to touch their babies because they feel tainted and they feel the opposite of the Midas touch. They have grief they can't even identify and aren't conscious of, and it pulls them away. That's not what they want. And, and these babies that come in are so loved and wanted, and something, a hiccup inside, pulls them back. Something that happened with a parent or with a school kid. or There are so many ways that our responsibility to come in with joy, with heart, we're going to do it. We are going to do it with joy. And if they don't get it, we'll have enough joy for everyone. Sometimes we can do that. Sometimes we can. They want to remind us, especially if, if there's hardship around the circumstance, that we are joyful creatures. There are animals that giggle like hyenas. There are all these pictures coming up. We go to the safari park. 
And oh my goodness, if you're into any of the social media, Instagram or any of that, they have these great photographers in the safari park. We're in San Diego with the zoo. I'm telling you, they're finding more and more animals. Maybe I'm just finding them because I, I need them right now. We need them. Smiley faces. They've got these smiley faces. It looks like they're grinning all the time. Our souls. Well, what are we made out of? We're made of divinity. We're light. We are mirth. We're expansive. We're mischievous. We're fun. We're learning. And so much of our learning on the earth plane, eh, it gets a little pinchy, but we need to know when to cross the street and when not. There's a lot to learn to navigate on the physical plane. I guess there's a lot of room for discussion on how to do it in ways where we're still open to mystery. And it isn't just what we see. But, you know, the world wants to keep us safe and tells us what to do, and for good reason. But what about when the kid sees something that the parent doesn't see is there? That was my life. Thank goodness my mom said, oh, good. What does he say? Children, animals, us, we all know how to see. And most of us, most of us, continue to see after we came in. And here's the beautiful thing they want you to know. Babies look up above your shoulder to see who they were with before they came in. Oh, the birdies are chirping. They brought the birdies. These kids, they see babies and little kids. They have out-of-body friends, those imaginary friends. Most of the time, they're an out-of-body pal that's part of the family. They are. So what happens when we come in and we have all of these abilities, we're distracted and, and we look and we learn. And sometimes we remember in these babies, they remember how to see, but not just that. They're remembering the relationship they had with the person out of body. So if your new kid makes a face like grandpa, an old guy, wry face, arg, arg pirate face or whatever it is, and that kid makes that face at you and turns the exact same way and gives you the same look, yeah, maybe it's genetic, <laughs> but you know what it is? They spent time with them before coming in, and they laughed, and they played, and they remind babies here to laugh and to play as we're getting more grounded with the physical plane and learning the rules. But that's why it's so important for children to play. And that's why laughter is so important. And however hard our childhoods may have been, and hopefully not so bad, but there are all kinds of circumstances. I bet you can remember when there was something funny. And if you can't, I bet there are people out of body hoping with you, pushing you, so that you can. You see, they want us to know that when they're out of body, they're continuing to resolve what they wanted to learn here, but most importantly, the effects it had on us. And they don't want us miserable. Maybe sometimes they could have been miserable, like this therapist like that client 
who was feeling pretty miserable, and she tried to remind him of joy, and I'm sure others did too. And sometimes, again, there's a moment where something happens, and they can't hear the soul's joy. But they want you to know that it's never too late for anybody ever. And you can call it anything you like that humans have made up rectifying things, ablution. They said something else before, all kinds of things. But what they want to do is figure out when they're out there why, what happened to their joy and why couldn't they bring it to you? Or why did they duck into a, a cave where maybe there was mental illness, maybe circumstances where they could, the joy couldn't get through? They want us to know that it matters that that therapist that her heart cares, even if the outcome was not what everyone wanted for this man, because he will carry that with him, the caring and the love. And once we're out there, somehow, some way, the soul is invited to its true form under the pain of going when they did and maybe some people, oh, so many more people are being allowed a conscious transition where they're basking and people say, how come they're not going? I think they're scared to go. And it's no, you tune in and you hear right from them. Oh, no, I can hear them out there and I can hear them here in the room. And oh, I'm in a hammock. And it's strung between the two trees of, of in-body and out-of-body, and I'm being held. Yes, that happens too. And for every soul that went out of body in, in crisis and turmoil and couldn't breathe and in pandemic, and we prayed and we held them from far away, they feel that. So even if they went into it with fear, you think they weren't caught. Nobody is born or goes out of body without beings there. There usually are quite a few beings on the physical plane to help catch. Even if it's just the mama who can catch and hold. And even if there's a circumstance, our out-of-bodies are always there to ease in the transition out of body, our love surrounds them. Of course it does. If we can't be with them, that love envelops them. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.
I've heard from so many who have passed quickly, sometimes by accident. It tends to be younger people or several young men who went out of body so quickly with um, sometimes a car, a motorcycle, trauma, that they didn't know they were out of body. There was no suffering beforehand. And all of a sudden, they're standing there, and very often a loving being from out of body will gently turn them away from whatever is there so that they don't see it, or sometimes they choose to, depending on what's going on whatever the needs are. I can't tell you how many times a kid has said, there's like four of them right here, who, who actually did say just about the same sentence, oh, expletive, oh, my mother's going to be mad, before even registering, because it's the love and the caring about others. We always care about, did they suffer? Are they okay? Whatever went on, there is a safe harbor. Our love for them helps them elevate there. You see, it matters. And they're out of body being supported by our love and all the love out there wanting to help them acclimate when somebody is about to go home. You know, somebody will say, oh, when's, when is so-and-so going? And it isn't like, you know, you get a signed date and, and, and a stamp on it telling you when. But what they will do if something is about to happen that's imminent, that it would help the family, I'll see the beings out there flicking a big white tablecloth towards us. The welcoming. They are setting the table. We all visit this place sometimes in dreams, sometimes in our travels. Our soul knows it well from before we came in. We know this place. We are beings inside the body, but it doesn't negate our access to travel at will and expand and send. You know, we talk all the time about how our out-of-body loved ones, they travel at the speed of thought. You know how fast your love goes out there? Faster than you can imagine. You don't even have to think it. Your heart emanates it. You know what your auric field is doing when you're not thinking about it? It's emanating the love and the purity of your heart. Even if you're scheming that map mind of yours or thinking of what to have for lunch. Let there be whimsy as we integrate the mind with the soul's intention to love. Our loved ones are around us before they come in. They're around us after we go out. What do you think we're going to do? We hung out before we came in. And when we go out, isn't it beautiful to know? Isn't it beautiful to know? Do you know how many people I have channeled for? Where their loved one comes through and says, do you remember I had apnea? Do you remember? And they'll describe whatever's going on as they're getting ready to go. And they'll say, remember, I stopped breathing and my body did whatever. And everyone jumped up and a few seconds went by and boop, I'm back. You might think it's a hiccup of the body. Do you know what I'm doing? And they'll say, I'm with my mother or with my father. I'm with them. And they're teaching me. They're teaching me that when I go out of body, I'll have access because I don't want to go if I can't. You know, they say over and over, what's heaven if I can't be with him? With them, 
What's heaven if I can't make them smile? What's heaven if I can't love them? Once they're out of body, they travel at the speed of thought. We travel at the speed of heart because we have our physical brain and it's not as fast. So even before we think it, our love is out there to them. Don't think too hard about it. The brain can't comprehend. You feel it. You know it. Harry and I have been talking about how we've both been reset at different times. Physical things have happened. I think that happens sometimes in our lives where we jump ahead and then we sort it out and the physical has changed. It's interesting because he's downloading now in a way where he gets the wave. And now he's saying he can discern whether it's his emotion or the hug. His mom comes in. And, you know, we don't, we don't want to work too hard at it. Just allow. <laughs> okay. Somebody feels we really need to laugh out there. Somebody really needs to. And in honor of this child who's somewhere between 8 and 10, and he's a really smart-alecky-looking guy and the sweetest kid, he's just going, sometimes we do other things, and you know I'm there because you can smell my farts. Yes, he did. If you just laughed and you are related to this kid, this is what they do. They want to. Because this kid, it was a thing. He was going through the fight stage, as, as some of us do and did and still do. We can be silly. We can be funny. They're trying to get through to help us laugh. Because if that's your kid's humor, man, oh, man, they, they want you to have that knee-jerk reaction, and then they'll go, yeah. And do you know they high-five each other when they get through to you? Do you know they place bets? Hey, you, you haven't been able to get through to your mom. Watch this. I bet it'll help you try the same thing. Yes, they do. Do they make new friends out there? Yeah. They fall in love out there? Sure. Soul family. Some are in, some are out. They meet members of their own soul family and fall in love that they didn't meet here. How beautiful a network. They're laughing. Me, Marilyn, I had a thought. It happens when I channel. And I just saw somebody posted something, and we've been having this around lately. We had more rain around here. We have a little more green and more flowers lately because it's a desert, and we've had more we're green with the rain this year. So now, it was on the news, we got giant spiders. So we were walking to the car, and there was a web that the attachment it went across like three, four feet. And in the center, this gorgeous thing, and Spidey's in there having a great time. And since then, I've noticed three or four more. They're all around out there. And they're building webs, and they're beautiful. And they're to remind us of the webs we weave with the love for each other. Okay, yeah, they're catching flies. Hopefully, they're catching the things that bite us. They're doing what they're supposed to do. There are so many beautiful things that we love and are there to help take care of the environment and help clean things up. So spiders, they're pretty cool. Well, not according to all our kids, but one of them. But at any rate, what can we learn from them? They have a lot more moisture and flowers and nature has shifted for them to have a party. 
and be building beautiful webs, attaching things that they they say that now the big change is they're going from cars to trees and from trees to houses. They're big. So I don't know if you're in, if you're in Southern California, watch for them. If it's happening around where you live, watch for them or look online. And let's look at the beauty instead of the fear of the spider. They're connectors. They're connectors. And our out-of-body loved ones asked to bring it up because there are things that connect us and sometimes things that horrify us, like if a, if a spider's hanging above your head and you're about to go to sleep, and it's in the proper context and they're doing what they do. They're pretty creative out there. It's how we perceive. And sometimes we need to be scared of spiders when they're hovering near our face. And sometimes we need to grieve and be horrified at what happened or, or something we perceive for our loved ones who are out of body. Process it, sure. Grieve for it, sure. But we can build new webs with things that access maybe nature life is providing just like for the spiders for us to build our webs bigger and greater webs of love connectedness collaboration nature is collaborating with the brilliance and then the industriousness of the spider we are brilliant and industrious and we're made of joy, and we want laughter, and we have grief, and we let her rip and let it go, and no matter how much you grieve, you'll always carry them. There are studies that have come out of how much we carry each other's DNA, and I, I, I just love, you know, that somebody could give birth, and there's some, a piece of the DNA is still in the mother, you know, it's so adorable. We're going to find out more and more, however they come, be it by surrogate, be it, you know. The higher the vibration, the stronger the attachment. But they have to learn on the ground floor because that's where science lives. And they're proving over and over again that all of these concepts are real. How beautiful. A spider can teach us. A spider can show us. And when we come up into their world, yeah, we don't want to walk through it and it's all over us, we can start screaming and we can get scared. But we have choices. We can look on and wonder at what the spider's doing and what our loved ones are doing, creating a web around us of love. And one man just said, even... If sometimes I dealt in deceit and lies, I was lying to myself, of course. But now let me weave a web of truth. And a whole bunch of kids are patting him on the back and saying, it's never too late to do that. So let nature show us the way where we can watch and wonder Today we heard from Hector how his wife's dad said, oh yeah, that's my sign swinging from the chandelier and that mobile, it rocks. A spider is building and building and I download from a child. 
I weave this around my mom to protect her and show her I love her, that she's still where I go. I wrap around her. That's our nature. Our nature is love. And right now, as you take a breath, feel where you are. Feel the vibration. Feel the quiet or the noise. Feel the laughter or the silence. Whatever feels fine for you right now. You have access. Your loved ones do too. What a divine adventure. Yes, in the midst of grief, in the midst of pain, Amir says, in the midst of so much love, if the love wasn't there, you wouldn't have the pain. Think of how we are building webs of love around them with our prayers, with our thoughts, with our wagging finger of why. In whatever way it comes out, it's love even in our anger. Think of them looking at the life review and wishing they coulda, woulda, shoulda. And there they are, learning now, now, how to weave just like that beautiful spider, nothing scary, wrapping us in love, a cocoon of love. And we meet. And we dance, and we fly. You know, most of us do that when we sleep. Consciousness, knowing, knowing the intention. The intention is sweet. Ah, the airplane comes again. We had a gap, no airplanes for a while. Look up, smile. Think of the connectedness. Those spiders, they're building those webs all over the place, whether you see them or not. And if you see them, if you feel them, woo! But they're building them right now. So are you. A web of love. A collaboration. Ah, just take a breath. Stay with it. Until next time. Thank you for sharing this energy in space. Together, we collaborate, raising the vibration for all. I'm Marilyn Cap, author of Love is Greater Than Pain, and you can find me at marilyncapp.com. Remember, the healing continues with those who are past yet present. Do you want to deepen your connection to the divine, speed up your progress on the spiritual path, then tune in to the Spirit Matters podcast. I'm the host, Philip Goldberg, and I interview experts with wisdom, insight, and practical guidance for every seeker of truth. Spirit Matters on the mindbodyspirit.fm network. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.